Welcome to Call of the Pen, your post-trade deadline episode. What in the world is going on in baseball, Steve? Like, I don't even know what's happened. We got fights. We got... Uh, last night I saw someone lose, or he full swing. The umpire says, no, he didn't swing. Oh, uh, the Red Sox game? <laughs> he hits a homer to walk it off. The next guy. <laughs> that was amazing. We got Dude. the Angels can't buy a win. The Diamondbacks can't win. Oh man, the the Brazier slow. I mean, they're still good, but starting to lose a little bit. And uh, who else is struggling? I don't know. The Marlins are struggling. The Marlins, big time. Everyone's coming Which... back after the trade deadline. I don't know what in the world. There's some trades. I don't know what happened, but uh, let's start off with the MMA fight we saw in Cleveland. What do you got <laughs> on that? <laughs> man, uh, first of all. I got a like message later that night from <laughs> our babysitter. Like, check this out. I'm like, oh, sick, a fight. I was like, oh, that's TA. TA's about to start sparring over here. I, I you know, when he started setting up, like he, he threw his glove down. I'm like, oh, it was awesome. Wow, he's like squaring up. Like this is gonna be like, like a legit, yeah. legit fight. And then he squared up left-handed. I was like, uh oh, this could be a problem. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Yeah, he's just, I don't know, he's just he's getting get his footwork right. I'm not a boxer by any means, but even I know that. And uh, I mean, let's be honest, though. It was a lucky punch. It was. <laughs> it was. But, oh, man, man he but got... he just dropped. That was, that was. It didn't look like it, it caught him. That was a crazy thing, but it just hit him perfect, I think. It was just boom, boom. And then <laughs> uh, I was, I was like, started to sweat. I was like, embarrassed for him. Oh, that's tough up because to not many people like him just because and the fact that he and then he starts it and then he gets knocked down it's like people are just yeah. gonna be all over him there all oh, the comments were brutal but i mean as a teammate i was i mean i, I was only there for a short season he was great I, I appreciated he he's actually a really hard worker defensively not he's not very good and then i think he knew that so going into that season um, we used to, we started training at, I think it's like the Bo Jackson facility outside Chicago. And he's just, you know, picking ground balls left and right in the infield and stuff like that, just working on his craft. So I was like, Oh, that's, I like seeing that type of stuff, you know, and guys are grinding and putting yeah. in the work to try to get better. But I don't know. You hear all these like rumors and I know guys on team USA love them. So I, I think just, it's just hit or miss. If you, you I was know. a fan of his when he first got called up, just. I don't know. I liked the way he played. And then I don't know. It just seemed like as soon as they paid him, he just had this attitude about him. I don't know. You just, when you played against him, you just didn't like him. I don't know. But, yeah. you know, I think he's won a batting title. He's a good player. I think he just, just he reminds me of some other players and they just decide when they want to be good. And if the team's going to compete, then he'll compete. If he's not, if they're not competing, then he's over it. And that's why I was shocked, dude, that they're struggling so bad this year because when I was there in 2020, I mean, he was one of the more impressive hitters I've seen approach-wise. Like, he's not afraid to take the ball the other way and also hit the ball in the gap the other way. And not many guys would do that, you know, you know, especially during those times. Right. And then you had, you know, Abreu, if there's runners on anywhere in scoring position, he's going to, you know, break his back to try to figure out a way to get those runs in. Yeah. And he's I mean, tough. one through nine, we had a really good lineup. You know, our biggest hole was like Nomar Mazzara, and he was that's when he was kind of starting to struggle a little bit. And he even him, he had, you know, sick pop when he wanted to. It's just now you see him this year and you predicted it, you realize that there's something going on in that clubhouse. So it's a, it's a bummer. If they need to hire someone that can fix uh, culture or figure out what's wrong, they can call me. 
<laughs> with the figure out three, so you put everyone on a blast <laughs> that was well you just saw it coming from afar like what is going on something's wrong and next thing you know the middleton kid blast gets traded blast them like blast blast but then the gm he you know he some of the blasts weren't good they said like he said a guy fell asleep in the bullpen and then apparently they say one rook, one guy has very sleep a lot of sleep problems, so sports performance makes him take naps during the game. So I don't know if they're talking about the same guy. And then uh, someone missed like PFPs and didn't get in trouble for it. But uh, the, then the guy worked for three days in a row after that to try to make up for us. I don't know. That's but then Lance Lynn gets traded and he's like, that guy's not lying. So I've been there a lot longer than him. But my problem is I don't want to. I don't have a problem with the guy doing it, but it's like, you're not the guy. You're not that guy that should be talking. Yeah. You were a minor league sign. You should be grateful. One, they gave you a job yep. and on your way. And two, apparently you begged to stay. And then on your way out, you just blast them now. And you're not, and your numbers aren't that good. You had like, he's like a two whip over his last 20 something games. And he's got like, you're just, you might be blackballed. Don't be surprised. I got blackballed and I didn't even say anything. I just got accused of saying something. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I wasn't going to go there, but yeah. It's, no, that's exactly the first thing I thought of. Yeah. I text Jesse because Jesse wrote the story. I said, like, man, that kid just ruined his own career. He goes, I warned him. I, I'm a good guy. You know what? I'm like, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying we just know how this goes. As soon as everyone thinks you're, they oh, just Jesse even wrote think, that article? If they think you, Jesse wrote it. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. If they just think you might say something about the clubhouse, you're going to be blackballed. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I wonder if he was, I, I wonder if something happened to where he's like, that's it. I'm just going to air it out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. behind the scenes that we don't know about. Or if he's just speaking, you know, candidly to a reporter, it's just, that's just not smart. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. Jesse's what, a reporter. Exactly. So, like, what did Jesse do to get that get that information and pull that out of him? I don't know. But, he, he's Jesse said he goes, I you know I warned him and he said he wanted to do it anyways. I'm like, man. Oh yeah. Wow. Hey. Well, now Just we know that, you're not that guy. You can't do that, and don't be surprised if something yep. happens to you. Was Mike Fires that guy then when he blackballed? He whistled blew the uh, yeah the whole uh, deal there. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. He had enough pedigree. Uh, oh no, he had enough pedigree. He so he got a job with the A's. Likely the A's are the kind of team that just really liked him. But Fires is not the fire. I play with Fires. Fires is the guy that thinks he's the guy that can do that, and you're not that guy. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I he's in the. I think he's in the softball league. I'm about to play. I got a big game tonight. My opening day, by the way. So, <laughs> I think oh, you're back home. League. I see you're you're back home now. Yeah, all, all my books I never read back behind me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Fires does not handle success very well. He did. He was not one of those guys that took it. Like when he was being successful, everybody in the clubhouse knew that Fires was being successful. So <laughs> just flaunted it all. Oh, yeah. had his own just his own parade humble, going around. Yeah, just stay humble. <laughs> game, one time. game will humble you, real yeah. quick. Um, back to uh, just out of curiosity, you see a young guy in the bullpen, right? Let's say you're on the White Sox. He's taking a nappy. It's like the fourth inning. What are you doing? Me? Yep. Like, I want the, do pe I I want got, the people to know. You're, you're, have... you're, you're big league kids at this time. You're the you're an all-star. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. The There's a difference. Yeah. yeah, I'm lighting them up. 
<laughs> lighting them up. But if I'm guy with two years in the league, I'm not the guy lighting them up. I'm not the guy yeah. blasting them in the media either. Even if the even if the uh, the team sh- shrink says he needs to sleep, he needs to have his naps during the game. Oh, if I knew that, I would not light him up. No, I struggle with that unless he had something seriously wrong. So it sounds like he does. Yeah, like, but like he obviously has a like. I remember Zach. No one knows if remember Zach Braddock. I don't know anyone ever knows his name, but he was with Milwaukee when, when I first came up. This guy was unreal, but this guy had crazy sleep apnea problem. Like. Uh, You'd see him walking the streets in the middle of the night, like crazy problems. And he just guy would never sleep. Huh. And I don't like out of nowhere, he would just fall asleep. So there's yeah. just things that you just, I mean, and then he had some serious, a lot of issues off the field, like in hotels, just cause he's just, he needed help. And if yeah. I knew, and when the fact, luckily, like I knew he needed help. So I, no one would ever say anything, but like, if I didn't know, and I judged him, I would feel terrible. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. All right, I knew you were a good guy deep inside. I just had to ask. <laughs> well, man, there's just some things you can't control, and like yeah. these guys can't control that they can't sleep. Well, where I was going with this a little bit, I remember. Uh, so in 2016, I was with the Mariners. I lost my closing role to Edwin Diaz. I like to say I paved the way for Edwin, right? Because he's unbelievable. Yeah, maybe you just helped him out. <laughs> But he was like, I mean, super humble guy. Always got took care of the bullpen when he first got called up. He'd run across the field and grab everyone Red Bulls. Like, um, you know, he's a really good kid, and then obviously a really, like, he came out of nowhere. Like, and he's just blowing doors off people. I'm like, what am I doing pitching the ninth? This is insane. So <laughs> I bet your fans are wondering the same thing. Yeah, exactly. I was grinding too. I, was, uh, I went in the IL with the hip. That's when I had surgery off that season. I'm like, I, this is. I want what's best for the team here. So I remember service is like, hey, we're going to give the job to Edwin. I'm like, you'd be a fool not to. Are you kidding me? Like, was that after your outing in Wrigley where you just pooped your pants yes. basically? Well, yeah, it was actually the – yeah. So as after that outing, <laughs> then the next day I gave it up to Mookie Betts. He, he put me in the eighth inning in a tie game, and I'm like hurting bad. And I uh, gave it up, and after that game I, I, I like – I threw myself under the bus. I'm like, dude, I, I got to get this thing checked out. Right. Anyways, right, we're getting, right. we're getting past what I'm trying to get after here. <laughs> so the next year, technically he still is like his rookie season and he's the closer and he's sleeping in Colorado on a day game. And you know what I mean? I don't Ooh. really say much, but I'm like, dude, you got to wake up. You got, you're going to pitch in this game in about three innings. Like we got to clean it up. This is a bad look. And he goes out there and shoves. So after that, I just put my foot in my mouth. Like if you, <laughs> if you're going to get yeah. locked in for taking a nap, and we, it helps us win ball games or go for it. I don't care how old you are, whatever, you know. So um, I guess I think it if all you're depends. Performing, I guess if you are performing, do whatever you got to do. But if you're a guy that's taking a nap and you don't have issues and you suck, we got yeah. problems. Like I'm not. There's certain names and we're in Wrigley, at in Chicago. Those guys just did not show up and prepare very well at all. And then Joe would always put them in high leverage, and they always gave it up. And I had serious issues with that. Like. We're putting in guys that are not prepared because, you know, when they, they came up through that team, so they were babied a lot. Yep. That's how that team was brought up. And then, but. But that's across man. the minor leagues. Yeah. The whole, the whole system. It's like when we talked to Cressy about that, it's such a, it's almost like you kind of have to baby guys, but at the same time, you got to see what they're made of. Like you got, you have to pitch back to back games. They got to like increase that workload. So when you get, if you're the dude in AAA, you know, you're getting, you know, that guy's getting called up in the big leagues. Like 
he's got to be able to handle the workload and be built up for it so he can handle it and perform at the same time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's such a tricky thing because you don't want to hurt him in the minor leagues. So I don't know if there'll well, ever be a clear answer for that. There never will be. But if you're a guy that shows up five minutes before a reliever stretch, you did nothing to prepare today. Uh, no, yeah, for sure. Yep. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, but yeah, I just, it no, drove but, me nuts. Yeah, by the way, not a knock on Edwin. He he's awesome. He's a good teammate. He's great. But they are they're yeah, the the guys that don't prepare well, they they think they're they've been getting away with it their whole career. They need to go that's where they go through the adversity and like, all right, something's gotta change here. And then a veteran guy comes in. That's why you need veteran guys and shows them the ropes. Here, you need to develop a routine, kid. Like when you're not feeling great, your routine gets you through it. Yeah, well that guy's not in the game anymore, so that didn't work out oh. so well. <laughs> he's just around you too much. Well, no, I didn't. He didn't care to listen to anybody. So, but another guy that we tried to help, I remember that guy ran in front of me while I was warming up in the, I don't know if you remember that. I was literally warming up and he ran in front of me to go talk to girls outside of the bullpen about lost my mind. Oh, who, what? I, I don't, you have to bring up names. I don't got to bring up names, but he's still in the game though. So obviously he's grown up. Has he though? I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Plays for your old team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man that was funny i thought you were gonna kill him oh my gosh oh my gosh uh what, yeah I mean, by the way that wrigley field window can be uh can be <laughs> troublesome <laughs> if you're trying to warm up guys are just like trouble. sticking their face against the window <laughs> just... i've seen a lot of random things on that window yeah oh. <laughs> and one of them helped a lot of rallies though <laughs> Stropy was the like ringleader of the, yeah, the window did. and throwing stuff at the window. <laughs> Good times. I miss I miss Pedro. He's still pitching, by the way. Yeah, I think he's trying to make a comeback. He's pitching in the Mexican league. I think he's dominating out there. Well, at least his uh Instagram videos. He has he does music videos now and he's shoving in, in the league, it looks like. <laughs> Maybe that's what we're doing. Maybe we need to come up with a music video. We should get Stropy on here. That would be great. You should hit oh, him up. Oh, I will. Maybe I will. Send us send us a link if you want Strope or uh, hit us up if you want Pedro Strope on here. We'll see what we can do. He's he's yeah. one of the greatest. And if there's anybody that classic. you guys want on here that you think we need to get on, send us some info. Send us a name. We'll do our best. Yeah. When Current Scherzer reformer. gets when Scherzer gets over himself, he'll be on here too. <laughs> um. Stropy, classic example. We're talking about earlier guys that you hated when you played against. Yeah. But then you play with them, and it's like, this guy's a man. It made, He's an absolute beast. I thought he was like the biggest clown. Not a clown, but I was just like, man, this guy's so annoying. His hat's sideways, da-da-da. And his antics were terrible. But then all of a sudden, you meet him, you're like, wow, this guy's so nice. And he's hilarious. He's like the nicest dude. He works hard. He's a great teammate. He'll do anything for you. Yeah, <laughs> super great. nice guy. He's awesome. And I mean, we the basically ball. did that dress up day, Stropy dress up travel day. You know how much he means to them if they did something like that. Yep, totally. Oh, so that's the type of identity stuff that you need on a team like the, the Sox, right? They ain't doing any, yeah. any, they got nobody you know, dress that. up days. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings me to another guy was the Diamondbacks. Okay, we were praising they get Seawall. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And then an hour later, Chafin's traded like who mm. knows what that guy and they haven't won a game really since and their bullpen's been terrible who knows what that oh. guy's kind of like a good like uh he's funny he's you know he's like a cowboy type who knows what he meant to that clubhouse like yeah. what what are we doing why are you getting one guy and get rid of one of your other better guys because 
You think you a guy in AAA is just as good? That makes no sense. Yeah, you know what hurts even worse too is Seawall gets traded over there and they're struggling and the Mariners are killing it right now. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's that such burns. a gut punch. Oh man, it's the worst. Uh, so yeah, Not I, that I know, cared, man. but when I got traded from Minnesota to the Nationals, which was a great team, but then, but the Twins, the players expressed they were so mad I got traded, but then they went off and like won like twelve in a row and they made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Such double playoff share though double playoff share <laughs> Oof. yes right good for you you probably only got a half though so that equals one yeah you can only well, i was hoping one at least one of us needs to go far but they did the wild card and we only did division round so mm -hmm. yeah dude they're two so back to arizona two and eight they've lost six in a row tough bid for the boys miami's in the same boat two and eight lost five in a row what Their trade deadline thing was was weird. I don't know. What this you got? was a weird trade deadline. First, there was a lot of action, and then it just became extremely weird. Mm -hmm. It's almost the Padres, like dude. What sorry. the hell? <laughs> what? I mean, I mean, like the Rich Hill. Let's go get Rich Hill. Yeah. Uh, well, they've lost the last two, but before prior to that, they were actually on a pretty good run since the trade deadline. I mean, the team's so talented, they're going to... Well, the lineup has to hit. They have to hit because their pitching's yeah. not very good. Right. And now they lose... You know, uh, what's his face? Musgrove to the I.O. I know. By the way, I know, thankfully, he got hyped up. Was it was it last year in the playoffs? Musgrove? When he had the ear thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was getting hyped up a little bit, and deservingly so. I thought he's one of the most underrated pitchers for the last, like, five years. Like when he was with the when he was with the Astros, like he was, you know, really good. And then he went over to Pittsburgh and shoved there. And every time we played against him, he dominated us and whatever oh, team I was on, and just eat up innings and just pound the zone. And he had that little like ag like aggressiveness to him and that chip on his shoulder. It was like one of my favorite pitchers to watch. And no one ever talked about him. I never understood it. You know, he just I've in one sense I appreciate. It. I like guys that fly under the radar and don't get any recognition for what they do. And they just keep getting after it. But someone's got to, someone had to eventually like. What happened you know, was uh, he was okay before. And then I guess, what was it? Nine, 19, 18 or 19. He was, remember when Giolito kind of changed his arms, his arm path. Yeah. Yeah. He said he was watching Giolito and then he changed his arm path like mid season because of that. And his breaking ball, what everything sharpened up. And then he just went on a tear. He's been so much better since that. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. I see a lot of guys doing that nowadays, though. Yeah, I've tried. Um, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, you, you can imagine me with my long arms doing it. Like, it was brutal. But there was this kid I was watching. So we can, you can talk about, uh, well, maybe we won't get into it today. Um, I, was, I was watching this kid in the Cape League. Um, he's pitching for, I think it was like Hyannis Mets, a lefty, little skinny kid. And he was throwing like low, like 90 to 93 with this wipeout slider. I'm just listening to the hitters talk about it. And he, um, you know, they're like, I can, this thing is sweeping across the plate. It's got like 20 inches of movement, 3000 spin, all this crazy stats and he can locate it, which is the most impressive thing. And he does this, he had this similar arm, arm path as like the Giolitos. And I'm like, man, I wonder if these guys do this. Cause everyone I've seen do it, like spins the ball like crazy. Yeah. I don't know what Giolito's spin rate is. Cause he's got a phenomenal changeup. That's what makes him. But yeah, his slider sucks. But his fast, I mean, his fastball, change, his changeup, yeah, his changeup plays really well off his fastball. That's what makes him so effective. I watched him throw a no hitter, and in, in the COVID year, and it was just fastball, top zone, changeup all day, and it was so fun to watch. 
But I wonder it's if, like he hides it really well too. Like you never see think, the ball. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I think the thing is, guys are realizing that it, they can hide the ball and spin it, you know, better than yeah. they were before. And for Giolito, like his command was terrible with his longer arm slot. So when he shortened up, he's commanding a ball like ten times yeah. better. I don't know, something to it. More efficient movement, I guess. I mean, I know yeah. when I've Sometimes when I feel like I cleaned up my arm path, I had great years. So there's got to be something to it. I don't know if I actually ever did, but at least I felt like I was. Right, right. Well, and then the next year, like, I'm going to try to do that again, but I forget how to do it and then just suck. <laughs> well, let's worst. get back to one more team, the Angels, dude. Oh, your team. It, it breaks my heart. Oh, it's so tough to watch. Two and eight in their last ten. Eight games back now. It's like... That's done. Seattle just swept them, and they had a chance. Ah, you could have got. They won like, the first game against the Braves. I'm like, all right, they played yeah. pretty well against them, and that was their last one. You could have gotten like ten players for Shohei, and now you're not going to make the playoffs. And oh, I feel so bad. I feel the problem is two them. of them losses have been in the ninth inning with a lead. That is crushing for at this time of year, and I feel bad it's, for Estevez. Yeah. He's had a phenomenal first half, and he, I mean, he could still have a great year. I mean, just two outings, they just, they just, <laughs> man, they just bury you when you're. Don't we can't afford to lose those games, and uh, you know, they, they just, that just buries a team. Well, let's say he gives it up the rest of the year, and be like, oh, we had a great year, or we had a great first half. Like, there's great, a big difference. well, great first half, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and he's got one more year under contract, so it's like, let's now say they keep trending in this. What's that? Now's when it counts. I need you now. Like that was great. You had a great first half. Thank you. But but it's like, what are they going to do next year? Like they, if Shohei's not going to sign back, they got to just trade everyone away or what? Well, I think they're going to give me a spring invite. That'd be great. Let's go. <laughs> That'd be a good place for you to go. It would be a good place. I've well, I've never played on the West Coast. Good changeup pitching coach. You love him. Just let me hit. So, it. Give me a third baseman to hit it at. I don't care. Let me hit as many rockets as you can right at the third baseman. <laughs> That's right. Outs are outs. <laughs> but I do remember you telling me loud outs are going to catch up to you someday. I was like, save they it, do. Dude. Let me just bask in my uh, glory for a minute. All right. Anyways, good teams, right? Obviously, the Dodgers, we knew they were going to figure it out. Still um, don't like their bullpen. Atlanta is going to be good. They're the best team, best team in baseball. Dude, how about Baltimore, though? They're actually, actually, they're tied pretty much with Atlanta for the best team in baseball. Both have 70 wins. You know, Orioles have played two more games, so they've lost two more games. So 70 and 42. But man, that's a that's a scary team. Those kids are hungry over there. They're just they're deep, like deep, deep. They mm-hmm. like I watched the game the other day. Nothing crazy exciting. Like no one comes up to play. And I don't get excited when anyone comes up to play. But they're just a solid team. They're starters. Just keep him in the game just enough. The bullpen, obviously, with the big guy at the end, who is ridiculous. Bautista, yep. Oh, my gosh. He is insane. Here's the thing, though. There is a a but. I don't know if you've watched or seen uh, their bullpen usage. It is not good. They have three guys that have thrown over 50 appearances already this year. Ooh, that's around pace for 80. It's a lot, right? So it kind of reminds me of like now it's gonna it'll, it'll be, they'll probably be okay this year, but are they gonna have enough gas in the playoffs? Uh, and two, 
how's this set him up for the next couple of years? There's no way those guys can handle a workload like that and be effective for the next three years or something. It just happened with the Rays. I feel like a couple of years ago, they they did the whole, you know, it's like almost like college philosophy where the starter's not going deep enough, like pull them, you know, pull them right away. You're getting no leash, get their bullpens phenomenal. So we're going to run on those boys. And then what happens in the end? They blow everyone out and they run out of gas. You know, it just, it just well, catches up to you. That's let me what tell you what your guy, Davey Martinez told me when I first on a plane flight one time and his rookie I don't want to hear it. Year. What? I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. It hurts me to hear it. He Go says, ahead. and I quote, this is a serious quote. He said, Joe taught me to just kill the relievers because you could always get another one. <laughs> I cannot yeah, believe this guy was telling me this to my face as I'm like, me, Doolittle, and Matson are going four out of five every other, you know, every week. I'm just mm-hmm. like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's the that's the new way. You know, Cano's approaching 50 innings. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Batista, I think he's at like, or not 50 innings, I'm sorry, appearances. Batista's What's his number at 48 right appearances. Who, Batista or Cano? Cano. It looked Cano. like he was coming back to earth for a while. No, I mean he's at one point eight six ERA, but you know, his this is the most he's this is this is going to be the most he's thrown in his career in a season. And he's got a two point three WAR, which is what I was telling you, like a good year is where he should be at. No, you're right. Yeah, Batista's workload. This is going to be the most he's uh, going to probably ever throw. Uh, so that's not good. Who else? Who else was I thinking of here? Oh, he's you know got three in a row. Sorry, off to Finnegan. It's gone three in a row. Like, what are the Nats doing, by the way? Oh, oh that's, sorry, it's, it's your boy Davey. Davey. Hey, back to Baltimore, but that's just what Davey does. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, because well, Finnegan's an animal. That dude, he pitched, he was like that last year, though, too. Because uh, he, he's a, he, by the way, would be one of your favorites. Really? Because he is a super prepare guy in the weight room every single day. Eats like well, that. like sleeps well, like good family man. I mean, he's just—he's the perfect guy to handle a workload like that. I don't know anyone, anything about the Baltimore guys, but I mean, if there's anyone that can handle it, it's it's Finnegan, for sure. All right, Cano's at 49 games, 53 innings. I put him at—I'll put him at 73 innings, at least. At, at the least, yeah. But you know what's funny is all the old heads would hear something like this and be like. Oh really? Like uh, uh, De- Dennis Eckersley threw like 150 innings, you know, and as a reliever yeah. and threw multiple, and you know, as a closer. I'm like, okay, great. Like, <laughs> he's not. No offense, like Dennis Eckersley, unbelievable Hall of Famer, right? But he's not going against the talent level that these guys are going against, and and the workload's not the same. These guys are throwing 100 miles an hour. I don't know. Anytime I went 70, I mean. Anytime I was like 70 plus, my next year was just a little bit of a down year, like every time. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I get it though. Like, what are you going to do if you're the manager? You're, you're, you're getting paid to win ball games. You know, if right. you're, if you're high, like you got it, you have to go by this formula. I'm not saying it's the wrong thing. I'm just saying like, at some point you got, hopefully this off season, they go out and get like an elite starter to complement this group. They got Flaherty over there. Um, oh, good pick Hopefully help them out. Yeah. Um, I love I love his stuff. Yeah, you know, I know he's having a kind of down year, but he also started off rocky. He so shoved that, the first first outing though. 
Yeah. So maybe change the serenity with him. And he's a guy. So shoves, he eats up innings. That's a, oh man. Talk about, so you're a bullpen and you're going in the game routinely in the fourth or fifth inning, every single game. And all of a sudden yeah. you bring over a Flaherty and he goes and shoves and goes deep into a game. It's like, Oh, like this is we it. Are, Thank goodness. We are buying you dinner so many times if you keep doing yeah. that. Every it's other like, outing, you're just like, oh my gosh, can we please just like, can we call the long guy or something? Yeah. It's like when Lester, uh, Hendricks and like Hamels would yeah. um, get, on a, get in a groove when, you know, when they're rolling, like the bullpen's yeah. like, yes, let's go. <laughs> you and know, like me, you got to rotate days. It was great. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. So that I mean, starting pitching, man, going deep goes so long, such a long way. It's so it's an under undervalued thing. I feel like, you know, this tell me the Marlins. Remember when Darvish would throw like eighty pitches in four innings, and we'd just be falling asleep, and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I, this is the worst pitcher I ever want to watch. And then somehow he just cleaned it up and got so much better. Yeah, in nineteen, he was like the like the man again. That was yeah. fun to watch, by the way. He was, he was so good. To watch. Tough to watch. Early on, uh, yeah, it was. It was tough. But, man, is he good? He's still, he's still good. He's still good. <laughs> he's so good. Oh, man. Anyways, oh, what was the other? Let's go back oh, to the standings the... here. What's up? How about uh, off chart? Uh, Anthony Rizzo playing all those games with a concussion. Oh, yeah. That's crazy, dude. That is crazy. Like. One, stand-up guy, never complained, probably talked to the media, took it, never complained, never said any excuse. But, man, how crazy is that? He's a, yeah, he's, he's tough, man. And for him to say something is wrong, one of the, oh, let's, let's talk about this. The most, probably the most impressive thing, actually two of the most impressive things I've seen were both on the Cubs teams. One was him playing through a uh, grade two ankle sprain. Yeah, that was bad. Got, uh, Listen, and hit a homer. He hit a homer. Oppo. <laughs> exactly. If you saw this ankle in the locker room the day he played, it was insane. I couldn't believe he was even walking on it, let alone playing in a major league baseball game and then hitting an Oppo tank. It was purple and a balloon. Ridiculous. I mean, his pain tolerance is incredible. And then Strope, uh, the year before. Was it the year before? Yeah. His hamstring. Yeah. He blew out his hammy trying to sprint the first against the <laughs> Nationals. Uh, it was so devastating for our bullpen because we love the guy and we needed him. He's, he was pitching really good. Yeah. He, that was like a and great then he goes in three. and pitches. Yeah. It was bad. And then he pitched against the uh, the, the Rockies and shoved Rockies. for one inning. And it was like in the locker room. Like, that's it. I blew this thing out. And he could barely walk. They After wrapped that. the heck out of that thing. Like he said, he was in, in so much pain, and it I gained a lot. Of, and I was ner- when Rizzo came. I was nursing my oblique, and I'm like, if this guy is going out there, okay, my oblique's fine. I'm going to go out there. And uh, they never pitched me, but it made me feel like <laughs> such a wimp. <laughs> yeah, right. Gosh. Oh man, he these those guys were gamers, man. That's you know, it was it was fun to witness, and you know. That was amazing what he did. That was amazing, Rizzo and Stropy. Stropy yeah. and he shoved. He shoved. He had a great inning. Probably, I think he had a couple punches. He shoved. If we would have. We would have won that game. I don't think he would have been available for the next series. There's no chance. No, he was done. He's like, I can't. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't go anymore. If, right after he walked in the locker room, I think he came in after me, and we were like, Are you kidding me, dude? Like that was insane. And he's like laughing with his laugh. He's like that's it, dude. I, 
he's like limping bad. Like I blew it out like hardcore, like blew it out. We're like, no way. He's like, I'm done guys. Like hopefully we win this and you go get him. And Ooh, I been on, maybe <laughs> but, I would have been on the roster again after that. Who knows? Yeah, there you go. That was, that was your entry. <laughs> Man, we couldn't win that game. All right. Last thing, last thing. All right. If going forward from this point right now, who's winning the world series? The oh, world here. series. Yeah. What team do you think has the best chance to win the world series? After the deadline, where the teams are at right now. Oh, I mean, I don't. Uh, Verlander doesn't do anything for me on the Astros. I, he's he's not throwing ninety eight anymore. So I'm gonna. I mean, I gotta go with the Braves. I gotta go Braves. Yeah, the Braves is an easy choice, right? I mean, I'm gonna. Balt. Uh, you could say Baltimore. I just thought. I think Baltimore will get in. And, you know, they're competitive, and then they probably win it, like, next year or the year after. Like, you have to earn your stripes to win it. Yep. All right, you ready? I'm going to I'm gonna go against you. I, I would have said Houston before. It's such a coin flip for me between Houston and Texas, and they're in the same division. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to go Houston over Texas. I, Again, I Houston still- back-to-back. You know how hard it is to win the World Series back-to-back? I think they're going to do it. I've seen those guys. They got that edge about them too. It's, yeah, that's that's gonna be my pick for now. I'm talking about for right now. Right now, okay. You know who I would love to pick, but I just can't get there. Is the Phillies? Uh, really? Why? They're such a good team, but the problem is, and I love Schwarber, but you got a guy hitting a buck seventy in your leadoff spot. I, I what? I can't, I can't. I can't hop on with that. And you got yeah, because but you know why. Like yeah, he might hit a first percentage. hit homer. I get it. Has he's gonna get on base, or he's a he's <laughs> he has a first pitch homer or you know, leadoff homer. That just sets the tone for the game. Like the starting pitcher is like sick. I got to face like a guy that hits the ball five hundred feet. Like if I put anything in the zone, he's gonna yeah. crush it. Or he doesn't really chase much, but hopefully I can get him to chase. And if not, I'm gonna blocking him. But if he comes up with runners on, I'm not nervous because he's a buck seventy hitter. Right. Anyways, that's why I can't get on the Phillies. I really like the Phillies team. Because of Schwarber? Come on. I don't know. I, he catches yes, fire. He hits the leadoff. He, he has the nine hitter. I wouldn't jump on it, but he hit, hits leadoff. I got to put Schwarber at the nine hitter. I don't care what his batting average is. He's so dangerous. Yeah, any so moment. 50,000 guys in AAA that hit bombs and hit a buck 70. Yeah. Remember All Chris right. Carter that played for the Brewers and the A's? He would. He's punching air right now. He would have a job on any major league team. Yeah, he hits forty bombs, hits a buck seventy, and barely gets a job the next year. Then he's out of the game. Now he's playing in Mexico, but he's like a god in Mexico right now. But he's exactly what Schwarber is. Exactly, probably just doesn't walk. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're the same. I think Schwarber's approach is a lot better than Chris Carter's was. Chris okay, Carter would swing lines the same. We're hitting forty bombs, and we're hitting a buck seventy. Can we get a stat geek on here to show us who would be better, Schwarber or I can't or Chris Carter? No disrespect to Chris Carter, but I just don't think it's it's the same player. I just don't. It's not the same. I see player, what you're saying. That line's the same. All right, all right. I Let's want to put Chris Carter in the leadoff spot and see what happens. <laughs> that would be awesome. He's a massive human being. All just he needs a fastball. Just needs a fastball. You throw him that slider and better be hanging, but he needs a fastball. Yep, he could hit a fastball a mile. But it literally looked like he was 
trying to hit gnats with that bat. Like he could, could not hit the ball. <laughs> Until he, he did. He he's a big human. He lives in Vegas. He'd kill you. Yeah. Oh, he's in Vegas. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, hey, that was good. Right. It's good to share some stories unintentionally. By the way, we just kind of launched into that, but this is like locker room banter, man. That's what that's why we love doing this. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, dude. I'm glad All I right. was right about the White Sox. I'm so glad Jesse Rogers tweet at me, tweet at us that I was right. Please. You just like being right about anything. Don't mind the White Sox. I should be a GM. <laughs> Let's go. This ain't that hard. I don't know. You're not going to sleep at all. Let's talk about that next time. This morning, I didn't sleep. Anyway. Let's get a GM on here. I think we can get a GM on here someday. What GM would have the balls to come on and talk to us? There's no chance. Don't you have any GM friends? Get Sam Gomes. on here. That'd be great. Gomes, say a fold maybe, and or Gomes, right? With the get Gomes. You said Gomes would to the Dodgers. I, I, would I don't know if he would. Dodgers. We might be able to. So, anyways, all right, dude. All right, man. Have a good one. Good talking. All right, later.